0: Welcome to Accented The Podcast, where the audience gets to hear a real conversation from real people who use real English. It might sound ordinary, but the stories the guest shares are extraordinary. Each episode features an interview with someone who has a distinct English accent, which will help with your English comprehension in the real world. Today, I am speaking with Letitia, and she is a podcast producer working at Rumble Studio in Paris. Hello, everyone. Today I'm speaking with Letitia. She is originally from Lebanon, and it was quite cool to chat with Letitia because I was just fascinated with her job role. And she is a podcast producer. However, the way that Rumble Studio, the place where she works, the way that they Record podcasts is by either pre recording questions or sending questions on a document that people then answer. So you're actually not speaking live with the person. And it's quite funny because I'll put a link here in the show notes because I actually did that process. I had not met Letitia. And then she had sent me questions and I pre-recorded it and then she made it into an episode. So, have a listen and see if it sounds organic or if you could tell that the questions were pre-recorded. So, I found this interview really fascinating, the way that AI, as we call artificial intelligence, is Working these days, and how we can automate so many things. So, I'd love to hear your thoughts, what you think about this way of podcasting. Should I start sending questions like that? It would be so much easier for me. However, do we lose that real life conversation going back and forth and coming up with questions as you're listening to your guest? Anyway, have a listen. Here is Letitia talking about Rumble Studio. Today I am speaking with Letitia. She is a podcast producer from Rumble Studio, is based in Paris, France, and is originally from Lebanon. Welcome, Letitia. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, and you had me on your program last week. And what's really interesting is, and I'll make sure to pop a link to that episode in uh, the show notes, is that you interviewed me, but yet you didn't interview me in person. Well, not in person, well, not even live like we are doing now. So can you explain to me that process? Uh, Yeah. So it's
1: actually really nice to hear your voice live. Uh, um, As you mentioned, it feels it feels different hearing your voice asynchronous. So what we had last week is we uh, recorded an interview asynchronously on Rumble Studio, the company where I work. And uh, in there, I put my questions, I recorded them. And uh, you, as a guest, you only heard my uh, questions or my welcome step. Maybe the questions were just written down. And then you answered the on your own time. And then I downloaded and heard your answers, your answers once you finished. So it was really interesting to put everything together in post-production and editing and uh, like to hear how the episode turned out to be. So this process um, is called asynchronous podcasting. It's when I do it on my own time and the guest does it on his, her own time. And yeah, it's cool.
0: Yeah. It's It was actually very easy to do. When I had a look at the episode, it's a nine-minute episode, and I I don't think I heard your voice. I think you may have recorded the questions after, or I think I read the questions. And then actually when I heard the podcast, I'm pretty sure that was the first time I heard your voice. And (laughs) I answered the questions, and then you've put – like I guess to put it together, is it – Um, quite easy the process for you to because you've obviously done this with a few guests do you use the same questions with different guests and just copy and paste that audio
1: yeah so what I've done um, is like my challenge from the start was to produce 100 podcast uh, episodes in just 10 days so in order to achieve this uh, huge number as a new podcaster myself, I thought I would prepare templates, and I would prepare ten topics. So, so I thought like if I got ten guests, ten guests for each topic, I would have one hundred, right? So, I created um, uh, ten topics with each uh, each one different sets of uh, questions. So, to each question. Guests uh, recorded different answers and from there I yeah, I, I used the same question, my same audio to all the guests. So uh, for the post-production and editing templates, I just created uh, a template with my questions that, uh, that are repeatable and the new uh, guests answered that, that are different and that is what produced uh, a unique episode. So that was the process.
0: So is Rumble Studio set up in that way that – You'll ask the question and then it will just pop in the audio that the guest answers. Uh, yeah,
1: in Rumble Studio, like I think you you were one of my first guests, so I still did not uploaded my uh, recorded questions. like uh, now the link is still online. like uh, you can go check the interview again. It's a bit modified. My answer my questions are there with my voice. And uh, with Rumble Studio, you can like put the text questions, you can put the recording advice, you can put uh, video messages, audio messages with questions. Like uh, we have a lot of uh, steps asking for different kinds of answers from uh, from guests. So uh, that way we can have a variety of uh, answers. It could be multiple choice numbers, videos, audios, or just text. So. This is the structure I chose for my uh, challenge, which was basically all uh, audio requests.
0: Okay, it's 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 fascinating how it worked. From my end, it was yeah. very simple. I would mm-hmm. click, just answer the questions, and then finish. Exactly. And I guess for you, it's very easy too. So, how do you get around this? Whole idea of yes, you've got your questions already pre prepared, yep. but what about hosts that also ask questions on the spot? Mm.
1: Yeah, so with asynchronous, I decided to follow the format with no follow up uh, questions. Like for example, if I asked a question and then the guest answered something, and there were there was something something very interesting in their answer, I could not follow up with them because my second question was already recorded and uh, it followed up uh, automatically so the kind of format i followed was question answer with background music just um, to fill in the spaces and of course with uh, asynchronous we lose this touch of uh, spontaneous follow-up questions and uh, this live conversation will not flow as smoothly as with uh, asynchronous but uh, with rumble studio we are planning on uh, building ai artificial intelligence where um it will uh, it will detect some uh, words and uh, some uh, some like concepts from the guest answer and it will suggest for the host to follow up with this so that the conversation will run as smoothly as uh, in a live interview but that is something we should like uh, we should know before getting into asynchronous because it's it's uh, part of the deal.
0: Yeah, no, that's really interesting. So when that means to follow up, does that mean you would then create another question and go back to the uh, guest or it the AI will already recreate a question uh, during um, that same interview?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so on a technical, technical level, I would say um, – the AI will, like, suggest that ask, and it's up to you to, uh, to either add a question or not. And this is, like, early stages we're talking. It's still not implemented in our app, so I have no direct... Uh, um, like, I haven't seen it yet myself. I haven't tested it yet, but this is what I guess will happen. Yeah, no, it, it's... But uh, anyways, yeah, on, uh, like, any other guest... Uh, sorry to interrupt you any other uh, any other host i mean um they can based on the guest answer they can go back to the interview add some follow up uh, questions or follow up comments they can comment on the guest's answer and then and then uh, the conversation will uh, follow with question 2 without having the guest to record the another answer this is something i chose not to do because of the content volume i i wanted to to produce having uh, Having to comment on every uh answer would take for me, would take forever for me to do this, so I decided not to do it, but it's it's very possible on our app
0: yeah, see that's that's the thing I find is with podcast editing, it's um if you're not going to edit it <laughs> and then it's easy to just upload uh, but the editing involved sometimes takes longer than the actual interview process, Mm -hmm. which is I guess I've tried to create my own sort of format and, uh, of course, this podcast is spontaneous. I like chatting with the guest and just uh, coming up with questions on the spot, listening to how they sound. Um, However, this Rumble Studio idea would be perfect for me. It would save me so much time. Mm-hmm. It would yeah. – um, it also – I would have to be a lot more organized and have my uh, questions pre-prepared. That's the only other thing. Um, yeah, the, yeah, there's so yeah. many it, – it's such a great product out there. There's so many possibilities with it. I guess the other thing is I struggle to find – I'm looking for guests all around the world, yet uh, does my time zone suit – those people in another country, uh, mm-hmm. especially when I'm currently based in France, and I was when I was in Australia, I definitely struggled to find a lot of guests that would match my timeline. Whereas yeah. this would be great just yeah, to send to exactly. them and have someone do it in their own time. Mm-hmm. And this is what happened actually. Like I've got guests from
1: all around the world, and I I had like zero scheduling. Literally zero. I had no idea when the guests were recording, when they were submitting their answers. I had no idea. It was like one link out there online and people and like guests were coming in. And I just got a notification on the app that I have a new guest. I have a new guest. So I did no scheduling. And as you mentioned, the preparation takes time. Honestly, the preparation itself took me 10 days for the challenge, including um, writing questions, Preparing the topics, the landing pages, preparing the interviews on the OnRumble Studio, preparing some templates, having some ideas for the background music, jingles, and everything. But once this preparation was done, uh, I was like just waiting for answers to come um, to come in, and then um, it went smoothly from there. I took a mini break, a mini vacation, and then I started editing batches of episodes and then I started releasing last weekend. It's, and it's going great. But without this load of preparation, I would have done, I would say three to four episodes <laughs> maximum.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's very, uh, yeah, it, it's a really cool product. I think too, um, with my teacher hat on, uh, schools would really appreciate this product. Uh, when they're doing mm. podcasting because I found when I was working with students in podcasting and, you know, we we have a certain time that we can meet each week to create a show and yet when when can they interview these people? Those people might not be able to be interviewed at that certain time, whereas if you had school students create their own questions and then send them out to – uh guests they know that those guests can complete it in their own time and then when they're back in that class or they can start uh editing the recording so there's so much potential uh with that
1: yeah exactly and it could be also like for surveys or testimonials or to or to reach the students parents or anything like it's uh it's really beneficial on this level
0: yeah no, definitely. So it's based in France. Yeah. Um, what do you find that the do you have a lot of French people using this, or people uh, from an English speaking background using it? Yeah, for now, uh,
1: for now, mostly we have um, English speaking uh, people. Like they could be French with uh, um, a knowledge of English, but till now, our app uh, is in English, and we still don't have languages but it's something uh, that's coming soon uh but i've done i've done some interviews in french in Rumble studio it's like just uh just the platform itself is in english but any uh, any speaker could put his her language inside and uh, can target their audience with their language so mainly we've got international people mainly english speaking yeah.
0: oh great and so give us a little bit um, about how you got into podcasting and maybe a little bit about your background
1: because
0: uh, mm. you're in France and um, actually at the moment you said to me that you're in Lebanon. Uh, yeah. You've gone home for a little bit. Uh, well, I don't know if you still – I don't know if France is home or if Lebanon's home. So just give us a little bit of, uh, about your background. Uh, yeah. So um,
1: I studied in Lebanon for four years. I have a bachelor degree in in cinema and film studies. And then I decided to go to France to uh, to do a master there in, in film directing, especially. But I've always freelanced as a sound editor and sound designer for movies, for ads, for music videos, for literally anything related to sound. I'm a huge fan of sound. So... Um, when I went to France, I had to do an internship. So I joined rumble studio as a podcast editor. And from there I started growing until, until I started producing my own podcast. Like at first it was really, really a challenge to be on the mic and speak uh, in English as a host. But now that I have my own show, I gained a bit of confidence and I practiced a bit. So I would say I started with Rumble Studio as a podcast editor, and this is how I got to know what a podcast is. Because in Lebanon, it was not that famous, like the concept of having a podcast or hearing to a podcast. So when I got to uh, France, I got to know it more and listened to uh, new formats, to different formats, to... uh, uh, just to broaden my uh, exposure on on podcasts. So and in Rumble Studio we had to have we have we had uh, a, a weekly podcast club. We used to listen to different kinds of podcasts related to business, related to health, fiction formats, and we used to like analyze, analyze them. And this helped us uh, develop our tool. And develop our podcasting skills. And this is how I got here with podcast from zero to, I would say, one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah. So a lot of the people who work at Rumble Studio have their own podcasts? Uh, no. Like th- there's Carl
1: Robinson. He is the CEO, co-founder of Rumble Studio. He is the host of the VoiceTech podcast. So he used to, uh, he still is, but he used to be an active uh, podcaster. And he is passing his knowledge on to me. But we don't have separate shows. Like we have an internal show in Rumble Studio called Audio Leads. Uh, This is something myself and Carl are producing right now together. But individually, no, I think I have a show to myself and the rest is, um, appearing on podcasts.
0: Great. I wasn't aware of, um, your own show. So what did, what is your show about? The audio leads one, uh, the one that you have on your own, you were saying uh, the, yeah, that, so, cause I guess I, I've understood the, the project that I participated in the hundred episodes in 10 days. Yeah. Uh, so this is my new show. Okay, so that's your new one. And you had one previously to that in English as well? No. We have one internal one
1: called Audio Leads, but it's not mine. It's like for the company. Sure. Yeah. Now, that's
0: great. So how are you finding – so you're releasing an episode each day? Is that what you're doing? Mm. Yeah, exactly, including week- weekends. Great. So how many episodes do you have live now? Uh, live, I've got six till okay. now. So each day you're today, going to yeah. have a new one come out. That's really cool.
1: Yeah, it it is intense. It's like much more than anyone could do. <laughs> like it is overwhelming as a new podcaster to release daily. It's a bit overwhelming and it demands a lot of uh, organization. And I hope I could stay consistent until I release the 100 episodes. So let's hope for the best, yeah.
0: Yeah, it is tough. i have I release two episodes a month. Mm. Uh, my dates are on the 15th and 30th. And I find it, for me, as someone who's working full time, I, I find it a little bit intense. But then I do, it's, it's all the editing and, and the things going around it. Um, yeah. I, I'm trying to keep it to a format, but I guess if I was, Sometimes I feel if I was like Seth Rogen or something, I would just release (laughs) what was done. Um, So, yes, my conversations are uh, like I I pride this podcast on being uh, spontaneous and being live conversations, but I do like to go in and edit and I add my intro and I add my outro. And then I also listen back because I guess I'm trying to find vocabulary or phrases that would help English learners uh, acquire the language. So I am going back and doing a bit more to the podcast, but I think if I were to just release it, um, after we finish this conversation, it would be 10 times easier for me.
1: Yeah. So what I've done is like the guests I'm releasing daily are not the guests are that are recording the day I'm releasing. So I have I have a batch of recorded answers and a batch of edited episodes. So like what I'm releasing now is what I've worked on the past month.
0: Yes. S- and so, that's I, yeah. when I have had times where it depends on my guess, how lucky I am in getting guests. Sometimes I've had it preloaded weeks before. Um, mm-hmm. At the moment, I, I'm not at that stage. Yeah. <laughs> Just depends how busy I am. But um, I think it's brilliant when you can have so much ready to go. Whereas my podcast relies on guests. I can't release an episode without a guest. So it's the research going in that It's finding someone with a particular accent too, um, which I try to reach out to uh, my listeners because uh, by getting them to come on the show also helps and uh I've done that. Actually quite a few of my listeners have turned into my guests. Nice.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, why not? No, it is. It's um it's very interesting. But uh yeah, Letitia, thank you so much for coming on the show and explaining this process. I am fascinated uh with Rumble Studio. I don't know any other company out there doing that and it is something that I would like to consider using uh, myself when I can't meet with someone in person and like you said, testimonials, even just sending out, asking people to say something about your company um, or even sending out, imagine just asking People to ask questions on your show, and then just having a segment where you pop that in—I think it's brilliant.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it is a nice idea. Like uh, ideas are limitless. Using this tool, like uh, we use asynchronous every day in our lives, including emails, messages. Like we use it without even knowing that all of our work is mainly asynchronous. So we could really go deep with audio. So many, so many uh, formats are available with audios, and it's open for creation. So that's really
0: nice. Oh, definitely! It's such a. I'm so glad that I was part of your project. It was really cool, and I was so happy you were part of it too. <laughs> Thank you so much, Latisha. I will uh, be popping in our episode that we did together, and it was so lovely to speak to you in person. And yeah, and I'll also send me through your link so I can put that in the show notes too, so people. Yeah. Well, actually, I have the link to your show. I don't know why I, I said to send that. So I'll also put the the link to the. Yeah, show. I guess in
1: the show description I put like even my uh, social media handles, the, the LinkedIn and stuff. But if you if you feel like you need any other link, don't hesitate to ask me. I can send it to you.
0: Brilliant. All right. Well, have a lovely day. Thank you so much, Kimberly. Thank you. you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Accented. I'm your host, Kimberly Law. Accented is released on the 15th and 30th of each month. If you'd like to find out more about me, please head to Kim's Law of English.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts, so don't forget to leave a review of the podcast or even a star rating. Speak to you soon.